Lori Houston's News for the Heart is dedicated to helping you give a voice to your own soul. Our hearts have the power to free us from pain and the struggles that keep us from awakening to our true essence. Join Lori now as we delve into our heart and soul to find the path that will open us to the possibilities and lead us to the life we love to live. Hey, good afternoon. This is News for the Heart. And today is my co-host day with Jean Adrian. I'm starting to think that, you know, come September, this is probably going to be in video format with, uh, but we'll see. (laughs) We'll see. It'll probably be a different day. It'll probably be Tuesday at two. But uh, so if that works, then that's what we'll do. That way, then you don't have two of your own shows kind of back to back on Mondays. Yeah. Yeah. So this has been, well, okay. So today is our solstice. I know that this isn't going to air till Friday, but today is our solstice and it's a full moon. And apparently this does not happen very often. So it's kind of auspicious. Yep. And And from what I understand, because of the position of the full moon in Sagittarius, it's not supposed to be the easiest of days. Not that I'm going to put much energy into that. But um, what I did want to talk about is that it's saying that it's, you know, the truth will set us free. So whatever it is that we're learning right now, whatever big thing sort of is coming out at you, this is the time to, I guess, assimilate it and allow it to, you know, to move through you and accept it so that you can get to the next stage, which I think is really, really important. I think this is what we're you know, what we're moving towards. And it's just, it's just another key, another tool to assist us to kind of drop the illusions that we've been kind of living with, drop the, um, drop the false falsities that we kind of believe and to move into it. And I know, Jean, you've had your own sense of, illumination over this past week, although I can't say that it's, um, well, when is illumination ever really that easy? But yours seems to be quite painful. So we'll talk about that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Dear. Well, and you know, I I tend to, like you, I tend to process the the full moon energy and and eclipse energy and things like that early, Mm, mm -hmm. you know, so probably a lot of the stuff that um, I've experienced in the last two weeks, not quite two weeks so far, um, was related to this full moon and just, you know, starts to happen early for me. Right. Uh, so, so there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, so much of um, what happens in our lives is played out in our physical bodies. Right. And the body's very literal, you know. And so, you know, I think that, that it probably tries to get our attention or the universe tries to get our attention through metaphor. Um, and a lot of times we're so um, bogged down in day-to-day that we miss the subtlety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm being polite here. You know, yeah, we're talking carrot and Very. Talking. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, you know, and I think that 
some of those subtle messages were coming at me for um, several weeks, if not over a month. Uh, I, you know, I was getting progressively more exhausted. Mm. Um, you know, and I was taking naps every day, which is not something that I do. Um, just sleeping a lot. I was just thinking about, you know, I'd wake up and kind of like a, a drug addict. When can I have my next fix? When can I go back to bed? You know, before I've ever even got my feet on the floor, you know? Um, so that should have been a clue that I'm just, I'm, I'm avoiding the real world. I'm dived into the dream space. Um, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And I think there was a lot of Neptune stuff going on as well. And that's right. my ruling planet. And, you know, so there's yeah. that. And it just went retrograde. So that makes sense too. Yeah. So, um, I didn't pay it enough attention, but what I think that the message was, was that my life was really out of balance. Uh, I was having digestive upset. Um, you know, it's, it's just a lot of, you know, gastric yucky stuff, you know, and, and I don't normally deal with that kind of thing. Um, so again, my, I'm not processing my nourishment properly. Yeah. Again, very literal. Um, but it, it came to a head, uh, two weeks ago, Wednesday of this week, um, when I've also been having my basement of my house, um, redone, you know, cleaned out, uh, waterproofed, um, fixed up, you know, the foundation of my house, uh, a lot of, a lot of work being done down there. And I hadn't been down there to look at it cause I've been really busy. So, um, on this particular day, I decided to go down and look and, oh, by the way, while I'm going down, I might as well take a load of stuff to put in storage down there. So my arms were full. And so I went down um, and as I started on the trek underneath, you have to get in my, to my basement from outside my house. There's no um, way to get into the basement inside the house. And so I just shut my dog's gate on his yard and I was turned to walk down to go um, to the entrance to the basement. And I looked down there about 30, 40 feet down and um, I realized that the man who's working in the basement has taken all of the stuff out of the basement and put it right there where I've got to walk through. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, need to be careful. I wonder if I'm going to be able to find a way through all of that stuff so that I don't trip with all the stuff in my hands. So I was not in the present moment. I was already thinking 30 feet out into the future that I didn't notice that there was a piece of field fencing across my path right underneath my feet. And I got tangled up in that. And that's what caused me to fall. So, you know, another part of this message is why am I constantly thinking about the future Mm. rather than focusing on what's right underneath my feet? And so as I began to get tangled up in this wire, I, um, it's such a lucid thing and it was happening in slow motion and I'm cradling all of this stuff in my arms like a baby. Uh, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, if I throw myself over and hit the stone piling, that's just over to my left, that will break my fall. Yeah, it broke it. It did. Um, And and that was true. You know, (laughs) and then after I hit that, then I just sort of did a tuck and roll 
Um, and none of the stuff, and I had some breakable stuff in my hands. So none of it broke. Wow. Um, you know? Um, and so, and my handyman is watching all of this in, in abject horror um, because <laughs> there's nothing he can do. And he couldn't get to me because he's piled so much crap, you know, across the pathway. <laughs> right. Yeah. And um, so when I fall, he comes over and he's like hovering over me and he goes, let me help you up. Let me help you up. And I'm like, no, don't touch me. You know, leave me alone. Let me figure this out. You know, and I did. Um, and I got myself up and dusted my pride off <laughs> and began to realize I couldn't breathe, that it hurt to breathe. And I thought, ooh, <laughs> this doesn't bode well. And uh, I knew that um, something was not correct in there because I've never, it's never hurt me to breathe before. So I got myself up and drove myself to the emergency room. And, you know, they x-rayed me and uh, told me that I had two broken ribs. And I'm like, all righty then. <laughs> And the journey to deep um, self-excavation and exploration began at that point. And that's all I've done for the last couple of weeks. Because, you know, when the universe wants you to, um, wants to put you on your butt so you can't do anything else? Yeah. <laughs> it will. Yeah. So, um, you know, so this time of illumination, you know, really began and, and it was a pretty intense astrologic month month for me any, mm -hmm. anyway with a lot of direct planetary inputs into my chart. Mm -hmm. So, um, and, and this whole month is about massive change for me as, as it is for many people. But, um, you know, um, basically what I, the notes, uh, the new moon was in Gemini at the bottom of my chart, um, and it was um, also conjuncts my son and Venus. And it's all about my roots and heredity and my physical home. Duh. Uh, <laughs> you know, me as mother and nurturer and big changes because it's directly opposite Saturn, structure, oh. authority, you know. Right. And last month, I think, was just preparation for this month. And last month was intense for me as well. Um, you know, so um, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Significant. Yeah. But some of the things that I've learned, um, the first thing, uh, I guess probably the most physical piece of it is that the rib cage is the protection mechanism for the, the heart primarily, but the, all of the soft tissue organs that are in your heart center area. And so my rib cage um, basically bit the bullet mm. so that my heart wouldn't get wounded any further. Right. You know? Um, and that's a, that was a big one. Hmm. And, you know, the out of balance aspect of this thing, you know, I've been in a relationship that has been a, a, a giant learning experience for me, um, but um, it's been toxic. In many ways. And, um, you know, I think a lot of the uh, exhaustion was um, my frustration at trying to push and make this relationship be something that it wasn't. Right. And, um, you know, and, you know, I had to, had to get a, a wake up sign that, you know, you've got to stop this, Gene. Right. Because it's not, and it's not ever going to be. 
Um, and you know, you got to take those rose colored glasses off because <laughs> hmm. you need to get back in balance and focus on the present moment and what's important. Right. So here we are. Yeah. Well, a painful one, but, uh-huh. and you said that you've never even experienced this kind of pain before. No, I mean, I've never broken bones before. Mm. Um, and, um, I did have a frozen shoulder and that was pretty intense. And I've had, you know, some gallbladder stuff that was painful, but, you know, short lived. Um, and certainly never required, uh, pharmaceutical painkillers, you know, uh, as part of it. Um, childbirth, childbirth pales by comparison to broken ribs. <laughs> Although they do say you forget a lot of the pain after. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there you have that. You know, <laughs> I, and you know, in amongst all of this, um, I've discovered a process called human design. Are you familiar with human design? I've heard the name, but I don't know anything about it. Well, it's um, it's like astrology, but it it takes the astrology aspects, you know, where the where all the planets are at the moment of your birth, and it overlays that with where they were three months prior to that, because that's when there's a piece of their brain that comes online about three months before you're born. Okay. Um, so it it gives you two aspects of yourself: the unconscious aspect and the and the persona aspect, the conscious aspect, hmm. and that kind of blends together. Um, within the centers of, you know, the energetic centers of the body. Um, But it also ties together with the I Ching, the 64 hexagrams of the I Ching, which um, this process uh, ties to the 64 um, genes in the human genome. Hmm. So... You can. It tells you which of the genes are active in um, at the moment of your birth, and also at that point where your brain came online. Right. And um, so you're able to look at the gene keys um, that kind of can unlock more information about who you are, where you're headed, and um, yeah, how you can. What happens when you're operating from the shadow and what happens when you're operating from what what human design calls the gift um, and even to that transcendent place, the city of it. Hmm. What if you Um, were premature, though? It doesn't matter. It's all based on the moment of the birth. I see. So, um, yeah, it's, it's when you take that first breath, when you when you put yourself out into the world. Well, I get that part because astrology is a huge, I mean, to me, astrology is a huge science based on, you know, what the sky looked like when you were born. But Mm -hmm. the three months before, whether if you were premature, you might not have been, it might not have been exactly three months before. Right. And I asked that question actually, yeah, uh, even this morning of the person that I am, um, sort of studying this process with who knows a lot more about it than I do mm-hmm. um, because one of my clients was two months premature right you know and um, I ran her human design profile last night just because I wanted to see um, you know what was going on why why she does some of the things she does uh, and you know when she told me that 
you know, she was premature, I thought, hmm. So I went and asked my teacher about that. And she said, nope, it's all, it, it doesn't matter. It all, it all works itself out in the long run. But basically within the um, auspices of human design, there are, um, there's, there's some personality types. It's not like, you know, the, the astrological thing where, you know, there are the 12 houses of the Zodiac, but um, all of the population falls into one, two, three, four, five different definitions within human design. The, um, the fewest is uh, a type called the reflector, and they have no definition. Um, so basically they reflect everything around them, and they're fulfilled by being with the right people. They get bitter if they're not. They're deeply controlled by their environment. They've got capacity for great wisdom, but they really don't have anything stable in their life, so they're very adapted to defending themselves. And then the, the next most common is the manifester. And they've got a very defined throat center. Um, and their strategy is to inform and initiate their pure energy um, who manifest flow and they act without waiting. But, you know, if they don't tell people, if they don't inform before they initiate, they piss people off, <laughs> you know, um, and they're kind of unpredictable. And the next most common is the projector. And 8% of the population is a manifester. 1% of the population is a reflector. 20% of the population are projectors. And um, their strategy is to wait to be recognized and invited. Um, and if they aren't, then they get bitter. Hmm. Um, and so they're, they're recognized and invited for their gifts. Um, and they, they're good at, uh, they're, they're leaders. They manage the workers. Um, you know, so anyway, there, there are just a few. And then, um, the next one is the manifesting generator and that's 35% of the, um, population. And they, um, they tend to, um, they're workers, and they tend to um, try on their choices. And they, they kind of appear to jump around because they have to try things on to see if it feels right or not. And then they, they you know, they, uh, they you know, let it go if they're not. And then the final one is the generator. And that's what I am. Um, and um, the strategy for the generator is to wait to respond. And so I've been spending the last 68 years of my life out there pushing, you know, mm. um, trying to make things happen. Right. And that was never my life strategy. I mean, you know, the, the characteristic of the generator is that they're here to work and be a great energy store, source. They can stick to work they love. But if they aren't ready to respond, they feel stuck. Um, they, uh, uh, they're constantly asking, what is my purpose? And they don't like to be told what to do. And they don't even like to be asked what they want. And boy, that's me. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but what happens is um, they need a lot of rest to regenerate their motors. And, um, you know, I think I'd gotten to that point where um, I, I needed the rest because I was frustrated. Because that's the life theme. Life theme of the generator is frustration. Yeah, so... Um, so I've been studying this human design stuff um, hmm. 
for the last two weeks and just getting aha after aha after aha as far as, you know, how it's played out in my life. Um, and I guess that's what I was supposed to do. Cool. Because I couldn't do much of anything else. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> right. Interesting. And yeah. so it resonates with you? It does, you know. I want to learn more about it. I mean, you know, I don't, you know, I don't want to give myself over to any kind of right. uh, thing outside myself. But I'm all about trying to gather as much information as possible to help me sort of make sense out of reality. Cool. Hmm. All right. Well, with that, why don't we go to our first break? You are listening to News for the Heart. I have Jean Adrian with me. Jean can be found on her website, jeanadrian.com. Myself, Lori Houston at intuitivesoul.com. And we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Lori Houston, and I have a great show on bmajor.org called News for the Heart. I'm an intuitive counselor, coach, and teacher with professional qualifications and certifications, as well as natural clairsentient and claircognizant abilities. I've been on my spiritual path for over 20 years, and during that time have acquired through extensive studies, teachings, and sacred texts over 30 different healing modalities, which are continuously being added to as life is an ongoing journey. My passion is on relationships, limiting beliefs, energy that is blocking you, and awakening consciousness as we become more heart-centered. You can find out more about me at my website, intuitivesoul.com, or call me at my toll-free number, 1-855-444-SOUL. That's 1-855-444-7685, and I'd be honored to connect with you. Let's get to the heart of what matters. Do you want to become more empowered, connected with your core, guided by your heart and soul's purpose, be more balanced and have more mindfulness? Are you searching for the answers, wanting to understand your relationships better, why your intimate relationships, friends, family, and even work colleagues can impact your quality of life? How your relationships interfere with your business, career opportunities, and even starting your own business? I'm Lori Houston. I have a free weekly advice column with bmajor.org called Heart Lessons. Our hearts have the power to free us from pain and the struggle that keep us from awakening to our true essence. You can send me your questions or for more personal guidance, contact me at intuitivesoul.com or call me at my toll-free number 1-855-444-SOUL. That's 1-855-444-7685. And let's get to the heart of what matters to see your heart lessons. Want to know where you can hear Lori Houston's News for the Heart? Well, that's easy. You can tune in to Lori via Clear Channel's iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, and at bmajor.org. Now, back to Lori Houston and News from the Heart. And welcome back. This is News for the Heart. And today I have with me my lovely, lovely co-host, Jean Adrian. And we've been talking about, I don't know, we've been talking about pain as a good um, lesson, which I've had my own. And I think, I'm trying to think if, if it was similar or not. I've got um, plantar fasciitis, and I'm, I never know if I'm actually saying the last part correctly. But, um, and, you know, it kind of brought a lot about me being more aware because when I'm walking more aware, 
Um, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm just, as I'm walking more aware and I'm being more present, I'm, I can be aware of how the pain sort of begins or when it begins. So that's, it's interesting because we have a lot of similarities, which of course we always do, but (laughs) being soul sisters and all, we, we, Uh, we do have that. (laughs) Well, and I've been through the plantar fasciitis thing. Ah. So, uh, you know, my lesson in that one was standing on my own two feet. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I went through it when I left the corporate world the first time because mm. um, the company I was working for went belly up. And I woke up one morning and couldn't walk. Interesting. Right. Right. And and the same thing that helped you ended up helping me. Although um, last week I had a little bit of a relapse. And um, I noticed that I needed to wear my sleeve was I was coming down the stairs. I have like an outdoor staircase that's about right. three floors up. And as long as I wore the sleeve as I was coming down, I don't know what, I mean, it was fine for like two or three weeks. And then all of a sudden I had another flare up. So now I'm just wearing the sleeve as I come down the stairs and then I walk for a little bit and then I take it off and, and it's fine. But it was just interesting because the Birkenstocks, they were the thing that probably helped the most. So, Yeah. Um, yeah, that was amazing. Um, you know, when I discovered those and because yeah. I had spent probably close to a thousand dollars on orthotics and right. you, you name it. Um, yeah. and, uh, and then somebody told me, try Birkenstocks. And I was like, Oh, I don't know if you, if at the time they had the soft footbed, but Oh my goodness, what a difference that makes. <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember. They oh, they are they're like walking on a cloud right now. Like the this soft I've never bed. tried that. Oh, they're so nice. Anyway, if you really like them, they and and you you actually like the shoe, which I do. The one with the mm-hmm. uh, the thong one, I, yeah. I love it. But yeah. anyway, it the the soft footbed just oh, it's beautiful. So okay, so realities of creation. Our telesemit is over. But our book came out just last month. We are still offering for anybody that uh, that buys our book, either ebook or soft cover. If you write a review, we will give you one month free. So four calls on our heart centered support group. So, you know, I love our heart centered support group. We've oh, been doing some really amazing stuff. I I can't. You know, I can't say enough for, you know, how it helps us individually as well as a group to really, you know, get to that that place where we're feeling supported. Because the thing I wanted to talk about today was um, just this past week, um, Emmanuel Dagger, I I love following him, and he sent out something about uh, Guy Finley's new book, it's an ebook. It's not very much. In fact, when I when I put this up on my site, I'll put the link to it. I think I'm also going to write a blog about it. But he wrote a book. Um, it's just a small ebook called Breaking Dependencies, and I think it still has two audios that are included with it, um, which is which are brilliant because it kind of goes through. Because it's a really deep little book. I mean, it's it's like it's only like 64 pages or something um, when you take out, you know, the introductions and stuff. Um, but it's, it's like packed full of 
information. And I just found it really fascinating because it's really more about our addictions, but it's about breaking the dependency. So understanding how we become codependent in relationships, how we keep choosing the same people, how, you know, how our addictions are, or what our addictions are really about. And it's, it's fascinating stuff. Like it really is fascinating stuff. And of course, it's not necessarily going to be anything new, but it's the way he offers the information. And then when you listen to the audios, and if by chance you buy this book, that's only $7 and something, um, (laughs) <laughs> and then if the if the audios aren't there and you really want to listen to them, you know, contact me or Jean and we'll uh, we'll send you out the audios. But it they kind of help you um assimilate some of the information cuz there is some really deep stuff there. But you know, really what it's all about is that we have these hmm these two polar opposites that are within us, but they aren't really us. So I mean, in a, in spiritual sense, we could call it the ego, but it's the ego that is, you know, always looking for, always looking, you know, to be liked by everybody. So, you know, all the things that we do, um, we're trying, you know, to make people like us, but at the same time, we'll have the opposite effect. So it's that part of us that goes, oh, I'm always being a doormat. So then we... We, we say, I'm going to stop doing that. And it's that very part of us that is in resistance. It's that very part of us that pushes against this piece where we believe, you know, we want everybody to like us or we want people to be, to approve of us, or we're afraid to be alone. Like we bring it, he brings in all the different things that we kind of do in relationships with ourselves. Um, that highlights how we'll have the one part, um, you know, that feels separate or that feels alone or that feels we need to do something to fill ourselves up in that, that momentary fulfillment of chocolate or of food or of love or sex or whatever it is that we're addicted to. And, you know, really we have... We may get rid of one addiction, but we'll just replace it with another. Like, um, whatever it is, we kind of pick these things. And and it's all about trying to fill that emptiness that's inside because we are not feeling like we're enough. We are not feeling whole. We somehow have bought into this concept that this physical body, this physical world that everything we see is the real world and we keep longing for that spirituality the spirit aspect that is whole within us that never has to change that never has to evolve because it it is what it is it's whole it's perfect it's but we have this other part of us that is the dichotomy that is pushing against each other and this is what creates our addictions and so this is what um, we can start to understand so truly shine that light on you know the bits of us the unconscious bits of us the parts of us that 
you know, push us to do things. Because as soon as you have the thought in your head of, oh, I really want to have some chocolate or, oh, you know, there's that cake in the fridge. As soon as that piece, as soon as that one little thought comes into your head, that's when you start the struggle. And that's when you know for absolute positivity (laughs) that you are going to continue your addiction. Because there's, the more you try to push against it, which a lot of people do in diets, they're just, they're just saying, oh, I'm strong. But you're actually, you're actually not being strong because it's, it's not coming from the wholeness. It's coming from this part of you that feels that you're not whole. And so it's, you will always lose. You will always go back to that one particular addiction, whatever it is that makes you feel good, whatever it is that you, you know, pretend is going to help you. Um, Or, you know, even though when you know it's bad, and as soon as you take it, of course, then there's all the guilt and the shame. And, you know, I'll be stronger next time. But every single one of those steps are really just making your addiction stronger, and ensuring that your addiction is going to stay. It can't, it we have to look at And we had to observe what is that piece, what is that part of us, what is the ultimate fear? Like, what is it that we are afraid of? And and in the end, it will always be that, you know, we somehow feel we're not enough or, you know, we're looking for that fill um, of the emptiness, even though we know that a piece of chocolate is not going to fill that emptiness, it'll do it for a second. I went through this with a pint of ice cream over the weekend. <laughs> uh-huh. You know? Um, and uh, I, I bought it thinking, I'll just eat part of it and put the rest in the freezer. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. I am the same way. If I buy, see, that's where the addiction starts. It started before you even, it started the moment you thought, I'm going to go to the grocery store and I'm going to get myself a treat because I need to feel okay. Right? Like I need to, I need to get myself out of this, you know, this pain feeling and feeling sorry for myself and, you know, feeling lonely and. Well, it was more than even that. Um, I needed to, I wanted something cold Mm. to put on my lip because somehow or another my, um, either my occiput or my jaw, um, was in, it was in the actuality my occiput, um, got knocked out of alignment with all of this. And so it got to where every time I tried to eat, I was just, I'd macerated the inside of my left front lip. Interesting. So that every time I took a, take a bite, whether, no matter how careful I was, I was chowing down, biting that place again. And it was very painful. Right. And so I told myself, self, if you go get some ice cream and just get a very small container of it, but you can put ice cream on that <laughs> and it will take the pain away. And that's how that started. Right. Right. And it actually was the cold spoon that did it not not even so much the ice cream (laughs) exactly Exactly. but I ate the whole pint of mint chocolate chip ice cream anyway (laughs) yeah but it's interesting how we will justify and come up with all of these you know very valid reasons you just heard them (laughs) (laughs) I I did (laughs) 
<laughs> but it it's I mean, it's just it's fascinating. So anyway, he really he really he really pushes like the one the one um, audio. I mean, it's he he sa- it's not anger, but it's he, he's really he's really making a statement that you know if you keep trying to feed the donkey on your back you know you're 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 not you're not evolving you're not growing you're not you're not really allowing our true essence which is you know the spirit which is really what we're here for um to shine through and that's you know ultimately that is what it's all about but it's about being aware consciously before that thought comes in like before that reaction comes in where it is so if you know that you tend to overeat like find out your tendency what your your biggest addictions are and you know try and figure it out if you know that this is what you tend to do try and feel where it is that it comes through first like what part you know what piece is it that is because it's it's some place in your body it's some belief it's some it's some part of you that feels empty that feels not whole but it, it just just was really interesting because I never I'd never heard the struggle before like I'd never heard how and why diets just don't work why people can't stop smoking. I mean, he really gives a great analogy. Like, do you remember the first time you took a smoke if you were a smoker? I mean, you cough up a lung and yet our body is so adaptable, it will continue to allow you to put poison into it and it will find a way to be okay with it because our body is so adaptable. Yeah, which is crazy. Right? Uh And it's true. And sugar and, you know, all those things. I mean, I don't know that there are many probably people that, you know, had an adverse effect to having sugar for the first time. Although they may have. They may have had, like, gotten a headache or, you know, something. Um, I know, you know, we've all remembered our first experience of tasting alcohol, too. I mean, I still, to this day, I do not like beer. But if you really wanted to be in that circle you would have gotten your body adjusted to drinking beer, mm-hmm. right? Like we, it's amazing how we can get our body to adapt to what we think is cool, to what we, you know, and I'm sure I probably could have done coffee, although the few times that I've tried to um, have more than one latte a day, I... Um, I got really, 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 really nauseous. So I'm not exactly sure that that one was going to ever work with my body. But I'm sure if I had started differently, you know, when I was much younger, it probably would have. Yeah. Um, but you know what happens when I drink too much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Or what happens on the cruise stays on the cruise. Yeah. But, you know, like it's, it's, I mean, it's obvious that these things are not good for our bodies. Yet we continue to, our body will adapt to it if it thinks, you know, this is what you really want. And, and he brings up, you know, our wants as also as soon as we have a want it it creates you know this addiction 
and contradiction and it's it's just this fight that we have within us because as soon as you talk about a want you also at the same hand have this lack so it's this emptiness that we keep trying to fill with all the wrong things with things that are outside of us and of course it's the going within so i i highly recommend this book and i you know i'm excited to you know write my blog on it because i it just it's such a it's such an important piece of information that i you know i think a lot of us we know it we just need to remember it (laughs) we just need to keep remembering it and it's just like what you learned this past couple weeks it's about being present because when you're present you're not lacking anything when you are fully in the now you don't really need anything well, and I've got to tell you, I'm still processing your last blog. <laughs> so that's a, that's probably what really started a lot of this for me was the question about what would you do if you really loved yourself. Right. Um, because if you, for me, if I really loved myself, I wouldn't be in a toxic relationship. Right. You know, and that that really, I think, was the jumping off place. <laughs> well, thank you very much for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if I'm to say sorry or you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> They're one of those dichotomies. <laughs> We're just filled with them today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, I think we'll go on our last break. You are listening to News for the Heart. I have Jean Adrian with me. And uh, if you want more information about Jean, go to her website, jeanadrian.com. Myself, Lori Houston, intuitivesoul.com. And we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Lori Houston, and I have a great show on bmajor.org called news for the heart. I'm an intuitive counselor, coach, and teacher with professional qualifications and certifications, as well as natural clairsentient and claircognizant abilities. I've been on my spiritual path for over 20 years, and during that time have acquired through extensive studies, teachings, and sacred texts, over 30 different healing modalities, which are continuously being added to as life is an ongoing journey. My passion is on relationships, limiting beliefs, energy that is blocking you, and awakening consciousness as we become more heart-centered. You can find out more about me at my website, intuitivesoul.com, or call me at my toll-free number, 1-855-444-SOUL. That's 1-855-444-7685, and I'd be honored to connect with you. Let's get to the heart of what matters. Do you want to become more empowered, connected with your core, guided by your heart and soul's purpose, be more balanced and have more mindfulness? Are you searching for the answers, wanting to understand your relationships better, why your intimate relationships, friends, family, and even work colleagues can impact your quality of life? How your relationships interfere with your business, career opportunities, and even starting your own business? I'm Lori Houston. I have a free weekly advice column with bmajor.org called Heart Lessons. Our hearts have the power to free us from pain and the struggle that keep us from awakening to our true essence. You can send me your questions or for more personal guidance, contact me at intuitivesoul.com or call me at my toll-free number 1-855-444-SOUL. That's 
444-7685. And let's get to the heart of what matters to see your heart lessons. Want to know where you can hear Lori Houston's news for the heart? Well, that's easy. You can tune in to Lori via Clear Channel's iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, and at bmajor.org. Now, back to Lori Houston and News from the Heart. And welcome back. This is News for the Heart. And we've been getting to the heart of what matters. We've been talking about pain and revelation and then our addictions. And um, I have my wonderful co-host, Jean Adrian. If you want more information about Jean, go to her website, jeanadrian.com. Myself is intuitivesoul.com. We have, well, our book with, an, with nine amazing co-authors um, together with, of course, myself and Jean, um, wrote a book, Realities of Creation. It came out last month, and we did a telesummit. We actually did three telesummits. All that information is still at realitiesofcreation.com, and you can still get all that information when you sign up, have access to all of our interviews you know, there's some really amazing women on in this book. Mm-hmm. So I'm really proud to be, you know, to have been included in this book because it's, it's really amazing. And if you buy the ebook or the soft cover and you write a review on Amazon.com and then contact us to let us know because we can't get access to the emails that uh, that Amazon has so you have to let us know so we either go to either one of our websites and let us know that uh, through the contact that you uh, wrote a review we will let you be part of our heart-centered support group which has been going on since last September I believe you know I I've been really I've been really enjoying it and uh, I'd like it to continue so we would love to have you as join us and be part of it. It really is amazing how much, um, you know, how much we get to grow from it. I mean, we all need support. And so I think, you know, it's just, we all need it. it, it these, these times of change are, you know, they're intense and we forget. And I think that's kind of what we've been talking about all all of this show is that, you know, we need to have reminders. We need to remember who we are. And that's really what the Heart Center Support Group's been all about. Plus, it, it allows us to kind of go through some of the stuff that's been happening so that we can understand it, so that we can evolve from it, and so we can remember who we are and really embrace that. I have each each um, each call I do a um, channeled meditation. Jean offers a channeled clearing from her her work, which is really amazing, and um, we chat a little bit at the beginning to see where it is that we want to go. And there are four calls that are included each month, and. If you sign up for three months, it is only $44 a month, which means each call is only $11. So it is an amazing deal. Um, If you sign up for a month, it's $50. But really, it's, you know, we are offering this so reasonably so that we can allow people to have the support that we need. So... I invite, you know, any of you to find it on our websites, 
either intuitivesoul.com or jeanadrian.com and, and join us so that we can, uh, we can share it. Or if you'd rather just for buying a Kindle on Amazon or the soft cover, you can join us for free if you write a review. All right. So Jean, you also have something coming up this next month. Next month. Yeah. Um, I've got a workshop about unlocking your potential that's hidden in your DNA. Um, you know, I've created the DNA cards and they're, they sell really well on Amazon. And so that's all very good. And then I actually wrote a book called Reconnecting Soul where I took each of the DNA cards and I expounded on the meaning behind it and, you know, and, and things like that. And that one has yet to get picked up by a publisher. And I just never understood why, because I thought, wow, this is really my best work yet. Um, but, you know, lo and behold, I'm just waiting. And all of a sudden, during part of this downtime, it occurred to me that the reason why uh, it hadn't gotten picked up is because we're in such a huge time of flux right now. We really are um, mutating. Um, our DNA is mutating. Uh, we're changing at, the, at a very core level. And um, the book isn't ready. There's still more to be added to it. So I've started writing on it again. But it occurs to me that, you know, people shouldn't have to wait for this material. They should be able to unlock all of their 142 latent strands of DNA and get the power from that and, um, you know, support themselves in moving on with their life. So if you go on my website, jeanadrian.com, under the pull-down bar, Work With Gene, the class page, um, it's just called uh, you know, Reconnecting Soul, Unlocking Your DNA Potential. It's going to be $144. It will be every Wednesday night for as long as it takes, uh, 8 o'clock Eastern Time. And it will be live on Zoom, on video. So we'll all be together on video. And we'll be activating all the latent strands of DNA with, you know, everything you need to know about doing that and growing from it. And so I don't know how many Wednesdays it's going to be. It'll be, let's just say ad infinitum until we get them all done. Cool. Yeah. Sounds like fun. I hope. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I don't know. Are any thoughts that you'd like to uh, leave us with today? Wow. Um <laughs> It doesn't have to be hard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we don't have to go through pain. We need to really commit to the process and stay present and do it gracefully and gently and um, let go because it's the attachment that keeps us stuck in a place um, that makes it more difficult than it needs to be. Right. Right. All right. So you are listening to News for the Heart. We've been getting to the heart of what matters. Um, our next show. Well, actually, why don't we talk about your new show? Because you have a new show that's on Mondays. Do you know when it's starting back up again? Uh, um, it's actually starting back up now. Okay. Um, uh, I, I did one today. Okay. Yeah. Um, so um, uh, you and I need to figure out when you are going to be back on there again and um 
Hang on, I'm looking at my calendar. How about July 25th? Okay. Or we cool. could mate. Yeah, no, that, that sounds good. July 25th. Okay. okay. Very good. All right. <laughs> and what happens is, is it going to be live yet on Facebook or is it just? Um, it's live on newearth.international. Okay. Yeah. So um, the link is on New, newearth.international. If you go on my website, jeanadrian.com, on the radio show page, um, the link is there. You just click on it. Cool. Yeah. And so then you can watch us live. And I guess if they had questions, they could go in the chat room. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and soon we'll have a phone number that they can call in as well. Okay. We're still working the kinks out on that one. <laughs> cool. All right. So you have been listening to News for the Heart and with Jean Adrian. And if you want more information about Jean, go to her website, jeanadrian.com, and myself, Lori Houston, at intuitivesoul.com. And we've been getting to the heart of what matters. Have a question for Lori and want to be on the next News from the Heart show? Drop us a line via instant feedback at bmajor.org. News from the Heart is brought to you by Intuitive Soul and is produced by Major Radio for Clear Channel's iHeartRadio and bmajor.org.